0: My monthly the expat career and lifestyle podcast i'm dominica and i am the founder of DMcoaching.eu. the place to be when you want to create a career you love and live the global lifestyle Welcome uh, to our episode number nine. So today I have a great pleasure to speak with Inga Dexne, a social media expert. Inga moved from Latvia to London when first she was a full-time employee and then successfully transitioned to a full-time business as a social media expert. Welcome, uh, welcome Inga, I am very happy to, uh, to have you Here, So please tell us more about yourself and what are you doing exactly?
1: Thank you, Dominika. It's a great pleasure to be here and thank you for interviewing me. So, yes, uh, I moved to London seven years ago from Latvia and I didn't travel much before and I never thought that I'm going to move to another country. But um, when I visited London just on um, a study trip, Mm-hmm. I fell in love with London, and I wanted to live here, um, and I love it. So yeah, I'm I'm permanently here. Maybe at some point I move somewhere else, but at, at the moment I call London my home.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So my next question was, what
1: attracted you to London? <laughs> but... It just yeah. It's um, there is no particular reason. So I moved to. Um, like starting everything from scratch. I, I just loved the city. I loved the way how I feel in the city. Mm-hmm. And it was not the easiest decision because I had quite good life in Latvia. So I left my job. Um, I moved. So I booked my first place of living through internet. I even didn't know which area I'm going to live. But I was ready to explore, just become a part of this big, big city. Mm -hmm. And I think that London uh, demands a lot, but it also rewards a lot in return. And uh, there are many things that people are complaining about, but um, I love London unconditionally.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a love at the first sight.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. an unconditional love. Unconditional love.
0: And what uh, what prompted you to become uh, the social media, uh, social media expert? Because you uh, you were working as a teacher, as an uh, English language teacher, I think. And then uh, you covered a different position in, in London also. So what prompted you to, to social media?
1: Yeah, so in Latvia I worked as um, an English teacher as a foreign language. So obviously I can't uh, continue to work in my profession here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I had different different works uh before I became full-time and a business owner. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I started, I had my other business as a uh, motivational coach and I used social media uh, for my business purposes and I loved, especially I loved Facebook and I was getting some results and uh, I, I moved into social media business accidentally because of, I, I call it because of two glasses of champagne. Um, I was at the bar mm. and I wanted to check in. It was newly opened champagne bar. And usually what we do when we are at some cool places, we usually check in. But I couldn't find the page in order to check in. And it turned out that um, they don't have it and they don't know how. Um, I don't drink much and I need like a little bit amount of alcohol to feel mm-hmm. brave. And mm-hmm. I offered them saying I can help you and uh, the following day I followed up and I offered um, to create a Facebook page for them and so I charged them for my services and so basically I was you know um, I said yes to opportunity coming my way and then I started to figure out how to deliver I felt really responsible and I started study a lot um, about social media how to bring business how to get results and applied not only for this uh, accidental client, but also for my own business,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for my coaching business. And I got results, very good results, instantaneously. And uh, then I had like an accident. I think so, I can call that. I came by accident to social media. Um, I organized um, a workshop, a free meetup for other coaches, and 15 people booked in saying that they want to come uh, for my workshop to learn how to use Facebook for their business. Mm -hmm. And uh, I prepared a presentation, a lot of pictures. I found so many case studies, and nobody turned up. So I was with my laptop with a ready-made presentation, and nobody turned up. For, for the meeting, and rather than you know being disappointed and upset, I thought I have in- I put so much work into this presentation. I turned it into ebook, and then I started to build my audience, who of business owners who were interested how to use um, uh, Facebook for their business, and then I started to organize online uh, training. And uh, then at some point, it was too much to juggle my day job, my uh, motivational coaching uh, business and social media part. So I made the decision to go with social media. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is how I became uh, involved into social media world.
0: Yeah, so it was like by accident. And then I liked that you, how did you, how did you overcome uh, the yeah the, the challenge of not having mm. anyone in, uh, yeah, in the workshop and then starting something uh, something new from uh, from that uh, so we know uh, that the transition from uh, from full time employee to a business owner can be b- very challenging so mm-hmm. how how was it for you and what were your three biggest challenges and how did you how did you overcome them
1: okay so you can imagine that I was happy to that I was able to find a job in <laughs> living in London. So, but only later on I was thinking about that I I want something more. I want to um, um, apply my skills in a different ways. And if I look back from the idea or like a firm decision that yes, bus- to have my business on full time basis, from that moment and implementation, it took me 18 months.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And first, of course, I had like a year goal that after one year I'm going to uh, to do to quit my job. But I would say that one of the uh, challenges, one of the biggest challenges, is fear. Is fear that it's not going to work. It's fear that you know that you leave something um, secure and established and then go uh, to nowhere. However, I have the practice with moving to London. Uh, this is how I kept reminding myself that I have done something similar already. So I stepped into unknown and then the path unfolded. So this would be how I dealt with, with the fear of unknown. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the other, it, it's like very related. I didn't have um, a cushion, a safety cushion in terms of, you know, if you have um, a business, so it's recommended that you have some savings. So if business is not picking up well from the beginning, mm-hmm. at least you have money to live on. Um, I didn't have it. And I was waiting for the period to have this cushion. But I know that I've learned that we we are afraid of making changes, even when the changes are desired ones. So I was creating all possible options um, situation so I don't have that cushion so for me it was like a a convenient excuse that I can't make that leap and uh, so then I decided that I'm not having any cushions I will do when the time is right and the third challenge was Mm self-discipline so I was afraid that you know I may not do anything so when we go to work we can, um, yes, we need to do some tasks, but we can wander off and do some other things during the working day. With the self-discipline in terms of when you run your own business, I thought, okay, I need to be responsible for my uh, work. Mm -hmm. What I did, what I ended up was working too much in the beginning. So if previously I worked only a few hours before my day job and after my day job then I ended up filling my time like all 14 hours uh, working in my business and it's very tempting uh, you know to go into work so it was challenge not before transitioning but um, uh, while I've just started to learn how to stop and relax properly because when you have your day job you have five working days and two days weekend when you are in your own business there is a possibility that you work seven days a week
0: Mm
1: -hmm. not 24 hours but almost so this is a challenge to stop and take a break and also so become responsible for your well-being and i think this was one of the biggest challenges but um the way how I overcome all of them so not there were not just three there were many mm-hmm. and as I said it's scary you keep postponing uh, your decision in terms of um, making that leap because you you look for you know clues or some confirmations that it's going to work and it's all it is scary so um, I know that people say like jump and and uh, you know, take a leap of faith. But it's the scariest part. And the only remedy, what I would say, is a faith that is going to work out. And also the determination that you you can create your own circumstances. And this helped me to make that transition. And mm-hmm. uh, so I've been doing it. Now I'm 18 months yeah, I'm 18 months into uh, being uh, a full-time business owner, mm. and I think I come to the, deci- <laughs> to the conclusion that I'm not employable anymore. That sense of freedom that you get while you work for your own business, it's very difficult to put into nine-to-five five frame anymore. And yes, it's not easy, but it's, it's very enjoyable so how
0: was how was for you to set up a business abroad
1: so um, if I compare with Latvia it's much easier to have your own business in UK than in Latvia so um, I was just like learning on the go so all the documents you need to submit and uh, I'm doing all my taxes myself um, I hired the company last year but I ended up doing my work uh, myself anyway so um, I, I would say that it's it's not that easy, but it's easier than uh, than in Latvia.
0: Yes, I think yeah, I can agree with with, uh, with you because when I was starting my business, I set up my business uh, in uh, in the UK, so it mm-hmm. was easier. Yeah, it was it, it was definitely easier the administration part and like filling all the um, the documentations and also like a tax return. It was mm-hmm. much more easier. So uh, what can you advise uh, to a person who is thinking about starting uh, a business, who is still working as a full-time uh, employee, but is mm-hmm. thinking about starting something?
1: Okay, so I would say that um, I would use the example what I was given, because I, I know that I wanted my own business, but at the time I didn't know what exactly I want to do. And somebody told me that, so think about what you would love to do even without being paid for it. So if you are at the stage when you don't know what exactly you want to do, so this is the way how to choose uh, um, the direction in in the business. And then I would say to find out whether people uh, want that service or product, because sometimes with or it's obvious we see that people need it, but people may not want it. So it's it's a different. So how to explain whether people are ready for that type of services or uh, spotting the gap.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something that, you know, you, you have experienced and you have created. And then, so this would be one of the things in terms of, of ideas. And then... Um, if, if you want to start a business, uh, you need to be willing to sell. So it's not that people will come and inquire and all you need to do is just name your price uh, or fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's about being able to present uh, your product or services, to present yourself and be, uh, be okay with asking for money and being okay with hearing no. And that's fine. But if you if you can sell, you can do any of the business. Mm -hmm. So you can be in the business. If you hate idea of selling, this is an indication not to have a business. Mm -hmm. This is my personal opinion.
0: (laughs) So so let's talk more about social media. Social media in business now. Mm -hmm. So how how to successfully
1: use social media to grow a business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would I should say that social media is, is like a magnified glass. It will enhance everything that works in your business right now and it, it will also show all the mistakes. So basically, if you don't have uh, systems in place like lead generation, customer care if it's part of the business so if something is not working you can't fix it with the help of social media Mm -hmm. and uh so and other way other way around so basically when your business is successful you can put the social media layer and make it more successful you can put the uh, social engagement into your business to make it even better and it can, be, it can be customer care, so you use social media for customer care, or you can um, use social media in order to tell more about your business and engage with people who can come, your potential customers. Mm-hmm. So-, so basically, it, like just answering the question more directly is you need to sort your business model first, and then social media is helping to develop it further.
0: Okay. So, so what is the biggest mistake that people are doing while uh, while using social media uh, to develop their business? Mm-hmm.
1: So, <clears throat> I have identified like many of them like um, uh, more frequent. But um, what I would say is that and it, refers to the previous question as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media is not a destination. It's a vehicle to, to your business. Um, it's a communication tool. So um, it should be an instrumental part in your business activities. And um, so what some business owners make, they think that social media is like a field uh, where they can dump the links and people will come. Hmm. So, and then they, ha- they are under illusions that they do everything that it takes to be on social media. They are very active. They have 100 tweets a day or, you know, 10 posts a day on Facebook. And nothing happens. And this is only because that the systems are not working. And I usually I use this model uh, with, with a layered cake. You know, when you have, um, let's say, three layers of cakes. Mm-hmm. Um, social media, it's a topping. So you can have a decent cake without having any toppings. Mm-hmm. But if your uh, foundation layers are broken then uh, having a nice uh, top layer won't help. So the same goes with social media. The biggest mistake is that people rely on social media to do the magic for them. And they spend uh, unnecessarily too much time on things that can't work. Okay,
0: so, so which social media... A business owners should use, Facebook, Twitter, or uh, LinkedIn, all, all of them, or, or depends on the type of the business uh, uh, you have.
1: Yeah, so I would say that they need to have presence on majority of these uh, main platforms. It's like, uh, so So you choose the main one, which is where your potential audiences uh, are hanging out, obviously, mm-hmm. and then you have presence there. But at the same time, so I would say that LinkedIn is a good platform. So even if you don't use it actively, it's like your virtual business card. And uh, so it's good to have presence on, on main on main platforms, but then you can choose one or two where you're more active and there you you use them to, so to integrate into your marketing system and also, so to engage with people, to learn more about uh, your audience and, and use more like socially communicating with people. So on, for instance, on Twitter, it's important to, you know, uh, to tweet at people, not just put the links, to Mm -hmm. to use Twitter to engage with people. The same goes with any other platforms on LinkedIn. You you can use LinkedIn as a virtual networking place without leaving your home. But um, the same like if you go to networking events and you start uh, giving uh, your business cards everyone, even before starting conversation, you want to uh, create relationships. The same goes with the virtual world. You create you use social media to create relationships. And you choose that social media platform that you enjoy being there and uh, where your audience is. Uh, and then so you will see the, the more consistent you are. So it's easier to be consistent on one or two uh, platforms rather than being everywhere. And when you have a system in place, then you can replicate one by one. Let's say you have built a great network on LinkedIn. You can move then uh, to replicate something similar, but in different way uh, on Twitter or on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But you don't need to be um, active on all of those platforms. So choose only one or two
0: and then focus on creating relationships. Creating relationship,
1: building the system, so you integrate it into your marketing uh, strategy. So it is possible
0: to get, get clients um, via Facebook, <clears throat> LinkedIn, or other social media? Yes, it is.
1: And this, basically, this is my business model in terms yeah, all my clients come from social media. Um uh, like not not all i, I do public um, speaking as well but <clears throat> this is i teach people to create systems that bring them uh, clients it wasn't a, like it's rarely when somebody see you on social media and say i want to work with you mm. however i had this um, case when One of my clients, she was very resistant about creating videos and posts them on on Facebook. Let's say uh, Facebook gives more reach when you put the videos directly, not a link to YouTube, but when you upload videos directly on Facebook. And what happens? So she had three-minute video about what she does, what kind of clients she works with. Mm -hmm. And somebody contacted, completely called a lead. Contacted you after the video, saying I could feel that you are my type of person. I would like to work with you um, as my coach, and, and he paid over three thousand something. Wow, wow, that's a great yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> so usually it, it's more indirectly. It's you know you you give away um, um, some useful information as a free, and you build your list. So you use social media basically to build your list. And then through email marketing systems, you uh, build relationship with people and then you offer something. And mm-hmm. this is how, so it's, and people don't see that, you know, like that link that it, it came from social media directly because they sent to the list. But so the best way how to build your list is social media platforms.
0: Yeah. So, so what are your plans for the future, Inga? So for the future, I yeah. want
1: to. I want to. So I'm. I, I'm ready for my own um, coaching program around social media, and it will be merging social media and mindset elements because I discovered that yes, people want to be visible. Yes, they want to have you know lots of fans on Facebook, lots of interaction. But at the same time, they are afraid of. Uh, being judged or making Mm -hmm. mistakes publicly and they stole themselves and um, what happens also so many people use uh, excuse of not knowing social media that's why they can't get results or they can say social media don't uh, doesn't work for me Mm -hmm. so uh, I want to combine elements of mindset and social media skills and uh, helping people to create those systems in place so uh, they grow their business using social media elements but they don't rely heavily on social media um, as such. It's just bringing elements into place and, and you know, building businesses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yes, and this is, yeah, I'm, I continue to work with, um, um, with the online training as well. And if I talk about my, like, one of the biggest goals is to get public speaking in place so Mm -hmm. that I'm getting paid for giving my talks. Mm -hmm. But it's in the future. So, yeah, these are my plans currently. Mm -hmm. So
0: this coaching program, it will be like a group group, uh, program or um, a private one-to-one?
1: So it will be a combination of elements. So it will have elements of one-to-one coaching Mm -hmm. because it's necessary, plus the group environment as well. So where people can, you know, bounce ideas, have this community feel. And um, so, yeah, it will be both. Both of them.
0: So where can we uh, find more information about uh, about you and how to get in touch with you? So I know that you have a website, that you have a wonderful uh, Facebook page. So uh, where can we find you? Okay,
1: yeah, I have a website and um, I wouldn't say that it's like a, a state of art in terms of the website itself, because <laughs> I'm, I work with social media, so a website is just Instrumental, but uh, I will do some improvement work. But on on my website, it's www. dot com, and uh, there, so you can find there is a a free offer currently, or mm-hmm. if you if you send me a message saying. I've heard the interview. Um, I will give you the service for free, uh, even when it will be a paid version, because um, I have created a new service which is uh, social media laser audit, mm-hmm. where and currently I'm giving it for free to test. Okay. But then it it will it will be 125 uh, pounds. And uh, so this uh, laser audit system uh, is designed so I can look at your social media presence and I can tell you what you need to do, like tomorrow, for instance, to improve your social media presence or why you are not getting results or how you can get, how you can improve on. And I had an example when I was evaluating somebody's Facebook page. Which was in the region, and I can't speak the language, but I was able to pinpoint where the mistakes are, even without knowing the content. Wow! Just to give you, you know, the idea how mm-hmm. I can help. And so, on Facebook, on my page is Online Marketing Explorers, so you can join it and you can send a message there, mm-hmm. and um, so to ask any questions or post questions on the page. Um, and I can direct, uh, you know, what, what you can do to improve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have, self, I, I have created self-study program for Facebook if, you, if somebody is interested in Facebook. So just message me and uh, I'm happy to help.
0: Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing. Thank you for your, uh, your time and for sharing your experience and uh, all the tips. And I wish you all the best. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed the interview. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. And yeah, and hope to see you soon uh, again. Yes, me too. Thank you.